Welcome to the BCS Podcast, where we explore the basics of computer science concepts. I'm your host, Saran, founder of Code Newbie. And I'm Vaidhi Joshi, author and developer. And she is the brilliant mind behind the BCS blog series. Today we're talking about Radix Trees. This season of BCS is brought to you by Dev Discuss. Dev Discuss is a show I work on with a team at Dev, an international supportive community for developers. The show addresses the many burning topics that pop up on Dev every day and is hosted by Jess Lee and Ben Halper, two of Dev's co-founders. Past episodes have included unpopular opinions with Kelsey Hightower, staff developer advocate at Google Cloud and a legendary voice in tech. So an unpopular opinion should be like, computers were a mistake. Was, <laughs> was this all worth it? And how changing your name is a difficult, unsolved, and sometimes personally devastating problem in tech. I basically walk through this world through this minefield of not knowing when I'm going to have this like sort of deep emotional wound reopened. As well as how little known tools can have big productivity gains. And I think it gives me the sense of structure, which I really enjoy. And also you can color code different things. Each episode features interesting guests from diverse backgrounds who are active in the software space. This podcast is your place for burning tech questions, answers, and genuine conversations. And we also end each episode with commentary from the everyday developers who call Dev home. You'd be surprised how many things making music and coding have in common. True to the Dev community, Dev Discuss wouldn't be possible without the input from all of you. So listen, rate, and subscribe to Dev Discuss wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so radix trees are related to tries. Is that right? That's right. Okay, let's do a quick recap of tries then. Yeah. Well, we'll remember that tries are a, a data structure that looks like a tree, but isn't quite a tree. They are used to basically store strings, and they are tree-like structures that contain nodes that have references to parts of the alphabet, usually letters. And you can store strings and words with some sort of value inside of those nodes. And you can retrieve those by traversing down the try data structure. So yes. it's mostly useful for storing like key value where the key is a string and the value is whatever you want it to be. Mm-hmm. But you can find the value by finding the string within the try. And we talked about how it's used in things like autocomplete. Mm-hmm. It's probably the most popular example, right? Because it's all about like letters and trying to figure out the relationship between letters and um, yeah, how they're connected. Yeah. And what words are contained within words, which is also right. kind of cool, like substrings of a larger string. Tries are pretty fun. And what I remember about tries that is kind of, well, it seems like it's a problem. It's just that it takes up a lot of space, right? Because every time we generate a node, we have to generate like 26 other nodes and each node has its own pointers. Like it seems like a lot of stuff needs to happen for every node that you initiate. Yes. So when you have a try, part of the annoying thing that we kind of discovered last week and like just kind of accepted as a reality, which is that when you add a node to a try, exactly like you said, you have to add a bunch of other things too. So specifically, every node contains references. So when you create a new node, you also add an array with 26 references. And you're not actually adding 26 nodes, you're just adding 26 references that could Mm. point to nothing. So for example, if you have a node in a try that has no children, you still have to initialize the array with all these pointers 
but mm. they don't actually point anywhere. So it's like empty. Kind of useless. And the, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit of like a moot point. You're like, well, I made all this stuff, but it's not pointing at anything. Okay. So they do take up a ton of space then. Yes. They take up a ton of space. And they're also a little silly sometimes in the fact that they're like repetitive. They're redundant. Mm. And actually, that's some terminology that we can use to talk about tries. I know we're not talking about tries today, but like, you know, recapping tries is a good way to segue into radix trees because mm-hmm. tries, like your standard try data structure, has redundancy within it. So if you find yourself with a node that doesn't have a value, but only exists so that it can have another child, so that it can point to another letter in the word, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. kind of a redundant node because. You are only adding it so that you have a reference to its child. It doesn't have any value. Mm. So you're like, okay, it's not really helping me. It's kind of just getting me to my end goal. So is there anything we can do about it taking up so much space? Can we reduce it? Yes. So when we find ourselves repeating you know, space for nodes and edges, when we have redundant edges or nodes in a standard try, we can actually do something nicer, which is we can not repeat ourselves. We can avoid that redundancy and compress any redundancy and repetition within that data structure. And that's actually where our radix trees sort of fit in because radix trees are actually a kind of space-optimized version of mm. a try. They have that kind of compression going on. It's, it's like an optimized version, and mm. it, it's basically a compressed try. Let's do an example because we talked a lot about redundancy or we started talking about redundancy and we talked about nodes that only have a child node, but I think it'd just be easier if we just go through an example. Can we do that? Yeah, sure. So let's say we have an array of words. Let's say the words are deck, D-E-C-K, did, D-I-D, dog, D-O-G, doge, D-O-G-E, fun, fun word, and then (laughs) dogs, Mm D-O-G-S. So a lot of Ds. Yes. We got just an array and some of O's, D-O's. And, it's, and we got a couple of D-O's. That's true. Okay, so when we talk about some of these being redundant, in this example, what are we talking about? So if you imagine this as a standard try, mm-hmm. we'll have a root node that's empty. Usually it's like empty value or empty string value. And then it would have, for example, everything here in this list that we just described, everything starts with a D. So maybe it has a reference to a node that lives at the index for the letter D. Yes. So that's kind of like, that is really the try itself, right? We have a node that's the letter D and D doesn't have a value, but we have to construct these words. And so Mm -hmm. this try would look like you'd have one branch path where you would have Mm -hmm. D connected to E, which has a child C, which has a child Mm -hmm. K. And that's our first letter, deck. First word deck. Sorry, right. <laughs> That's our first <laughs> word deck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which has four letters. I can spell. Mm-hmm. I promise. I got an English degree. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so, so we have four nodes, four letters to comprise that first word deck that okay. has some value at the end of it. And mm-hmm. so it's a similar situation with the word did. We have the same letter D at the beginning, and then we have two more nodes, I, which connects to another node, D. But can you guess what that try is going to look like for the rest of these letters? So we have dog, doge, and dogs. For dog, doge, and dogs, we start with the node D. Mm-hmm. We need to branch off again for the letter O. Mm-hmm. 
But the thing is, all three of these share that O, mm-hmm. right? So if we're doing dog, we would add another node G. Mm-hmm. So we have our D-O-G. But then when we want to do doge, we already have our D and our O and our G. Mm-hmm. So we just need to add a new child node to G and we call that E. Yep. And then same thing with S. We have our D-O-G. So there'd be another child node coming off of G and that node is S. Exactly. And yeah. this is an example of it actually not being redundant, right? Because the O mm. is shared by all yes. three words. The G yep. is shared by all three words. Mm-hmm. And then the D obviously is shared. And then we have S branching off for dogs. And we have mm-hmm. E branching off for doge. So those aren't mm-hmm. shared, but like there's a lot of shared value yeah. here. There's a lot of shared nose. They're not just added for no reason. But if you look at yeah. the rest of this try and we start thinking yeah. about deck and did, we don't have mm-hmm. any sharing going on. And that's like a good example of what I was mentioning earlier with redundancy. Like E and C in deck are redundant. They're not shared. They're a little silly. Mm. And the same thing with the edges that connect DI and ID. They're not mm. really giving us very much benefit. And yet we're initializing yeah. them for no great reason aside from the fact that we have to. Yeah, they're really expensive. That's a good point. I didn't even think about how much money we're spending on this. There's a ton. I ain't got that kind of money. (laughs) So basically, dog, doge, and dogs are all cool. We like them. Uh Deck and did, we're just not crazy about right now. We're not fans. So... Well, what can we like possibly do? I mean, that's how you spell deck. Like, you know, like we can't, and that's how you spell did. So what can we possibly do in that situation? This is where we can sort of do some squeezing. We can compress those nodes that were redundant and not really helping us. And that'll help us first not repeat ourselves. And also okay. we will not use more space than necessary. And we'll okay. compact down this try. So I think there's a good introduction to what exactly a compressed try is, because I've Mm -hmm. been using that phrase, but I didn't specifically define it. A compressed try is a try that's been compacted, but it has to follow one of two rules. First, if you have a parent node inside of this try, so Mm -hmm. any kind of parent node, which is also known as an internal node, it has to have two or more children. So in the case okay. of deck and did, mm. E is a parent, but it only has one child. One child. And C is also a parent, has only one child. And same thing mm. with I. I is a parent from the word did, D-I-D. I is a parent of D, but it only has one child. So mm. we know something's going to happen there because I just said that the rule is you have to have at least two children. You can have more, yes. but minimum two. In other words, a node has to have at least more than one branch path. And we can already start to guess that deck and did do not follow that rule. No, they do not. Now, mm-hmm. the second rule is that if you want to compact the try, yes. every node that contains a single child has to be merged together so that and any only children have to be merged with their parent. So you can kind of imagine they have oh, to sit together if they're, if they're okay. only children. Can you kind of like guess what's going to happen with our standard try when we compress it okay 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 so <laughs> so we have deck we have our d node which mm-hmm. is shared by all the words in our array so that's going to be still its own node yeah but then our e and our c and our k are all breaking that rule of needing to have two children or more uh-huh. so they're going to be squished and compressed i guess where can they possibly go i guess they have to go within one node 
Yeah. So if you kind of think about, maybe we start at the end of the word. So we have D, which we're going to leave alone because it has many children. So yes. it doesn't violate any rules. Got babies. Many, yeah. many. <laughs> it was busy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the theme of this, <laughs> this just podcast. Just making babies. Which is always talking Sponsored to. by my mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, all of them have only children, right? They're, but we can start with K and we can say, oh, yeah. K is an only child. Its parent has had only one child. So mm. we can make the only child sit with its parents. So we can say, yes. now we have D and E, and then we can merge the two nodes you're just looking at and have CK. And then we'll do okay. that sort of again because okay. we can work our way up. We're swallowing. Yeah. Swallowing yeah. Yeah. This is yeah. This One is like some child at a time. planet Earth nonsense yeah. where, you know, the parent eats the child. Something. Don't tigers do that? <laughs> and I don't know. Something, that sounds right. Something about cubs and don't let that parents eat cubs. Very I've been accurate. watching a lot of nature documentaries recently in case uh, you haven't noticed. I can tell. No, I <laughs> yeah. Okay. So after all the babies have been swallowed, <laughs> we <laughs> – so our ECK does become like one unit. Like they mm-hmm. become one node that's mm-hmm. like eaten up by this, you know, by D. And But D still is its own thing. And then ECK is all trapped in one node. Yes. Coming off of that D. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So we kind of compressed that path. Yeah, It was yeah, three yeah. nodes. Oh. Right? You know, was... I just realized. Yeah. Okay. So by making it all into one node, you know how we initiate a new node and it has to have like all the arrays and all these other placeholders and all these pointers and crap? Yeah, one array and a bunch of pointers. Yes, one array, one bunch. Of, so we don't need those anymore. Mm-hmm. So we are, by not initializing two new nodes, we don't have to take up all that space. Yeah, all that silly empty space that wasn't even being used, but we were kind of like, oh no, I guess we have to do it. Well, now we don't have yeah. to do it. I think I like this. <laughs> Somehow awesome. we have made swallowing children fun. Yes, <laughs> the right thing to do. <laughs> This is the one and only time where it's okay, folks. Yes, context is important. (laughs) Okay, so that's deck. So the other redundant situation is did. Mm -hmm. Can we do the same thing with did? Yeah, we can. For did, we're starting from the bottom. So Mm -hmm. it's D-I-D. So starting at that last D, we're going to say, do you have any children? No. And then we're going to ask the parent, I, hey, I, do you have any children? Oh, you only have one child, D. So it's going to eat up D, and that's kind of it, right? After ID becomes one node, one merged unit, there's nothing else for us to do. Yes, yeah, because when we work our way back up, we'll see, oh, D is the main parent here, but it it has at least two children, in this case, many more, and so we leave it alone. But we've compressed that one path that was originally two nodes, we've merged it into one and compacted it. Okay, so after compressing our deck and our did – now it's not our standard try. It's our it's our radix tree now, right? That's what a once we compress is what it, we call it now. Yes, we basically have compacted it and we've turned our standard try into a compressed try, and that is yes. another name for it. There's actually this is slightly confusing. You can call it a radix tree. Sometimes okay. you will see it also called as a radix try, which is, of course, why does it have to be this confusing? I don't know. Why not? (laughs) And another (laughs) term for it is also a compact prefix tree. But they are all- Let's go nuts. Yeah, I know. Let's come up with seven names for one thing. (laughs) Really, all it is is a space 
optimized version of what we otherwise would call a standard try. And okay. unlike regular tries, they basically, the edges, the pointers, the references of the radix tree can hold a sequence of a string, which is basically what okay. we did with, instead of D-E-C-K, we turned it into yeah. D-E-C-K. Okay, so our final compressed try mm-hmm. looks like D at the beginning of everything is the node D. And then off of D, we have ECK. Mm-hmm. And then off of D, we have ID. Mm-hmm. And then off of D, we have our DO. Yep. Still got that going on. Still got that going on. And then off of O, we have our G. Mm-hmm. And then off of G, we have our E for Doge. And then we also have off of G, our S for dogs. Yep. Okay. So uh looks like we did some awesome compressing. Uh, is that it? Is there more to do or are we done? I want to kind of think about like... If we ignore deck and did, and let's say we had a smaller okay. version of this radix tree. I know I was saying earlier, like we can have D and O and G, dog, and then doge, D-O-G-E, and then dogs, D-O-G-S. Mm-hmm. If we just look at that small version, there's some compression you can do there as well because there are oh. some shared prefixes in all three of those words, right? Dog, okay, okay. doge, and dogs all have a shared prefix. They have that O-G. <laughs> Exactly. That's kind of like a smaller example of the original radix tri, sorry, radix tree. Actually, they're both right. The original (laughs) example that we worked with when we compress things, like we kind of have a mini version, a a subset of that is just those three words because you can compress D, O, and G into a single node. Uh. And the interesting thing about this is because dog, D-O-G, is a key. It's one of the words in our original list that we started with. It has some value, right? So because we're dealing with key value pairs, we can have D-O-G as a single node. Yeah. It can have a value. And then it can have a child, E, for doge, to represent Mm -hmm. doge. And that can have a value, whatever the value is for doge. And then we can also have dogs represented because we can still have the original parent node D-O-G, and it can have its own child, S, which might have its own value. So that's basically three nodes with three different words, but we would have had to use a lot more nodes to represent this if we weren't compressing things. So you're basically saying if we had an array with just those three words, dog, doge, and dogs, Mm -hmm. we would have – okay, let me count how many nodes that would be if after we compress. So we'd have D-O-G as a node. Mm -hmm. And then the E coming off of DOG for Doge, and then the S coming off of DOG for Dog. So we'd only have like three nodes. Yeah. And what's kind of cool is imagine we hadn't compressed it if it had been standard. Okay. We would have needed five nodes, including the root node basically, to mm-hmm. retrieve the value of Dog because okay. you would have the root node. Then you would mm-hmm. have D, and you'd mm-hmm. have a pointer to D. Then you had, mm-hmm. would have O. You'd have Mm -hmm. a pointer to O. You'd have a pointer to G. So that's the fourth node. And then G would point somewhere and that's where the value would be. And you'd say, oh, okay, this is the value for the key dog. So you actually have a lot more nodes than maybe you think just to represent one word. Mm -hmm. But because we compress things and we turned the word dog into a shared node, which is basically a shared prefix, This is where one of the names comes from, the compact prefix tree. It's because you can create these little 
compact prefixes in the tree. Oh, hey. <laughs> but if okay. we turn dog into this shared prefix, we can condense it. And now if you want to access the value for the key dog, you still have the root node. Mm-hmm. So that's one. Then you have the second node, which contains D-O-G. Mm-hmm. That's two. And then D-O-G points somewhere. And wherever that points, that node has a value. And that's your hit, your value mm-hmm. for the key dog. And so now instead of five nodes to access the value of the key dog, we only have three. So we eliminated Hmm. two of them by merging O and G into D. That sounds awesome. I really did not think we could compress more at that point. Like when you said dog, doge, and dogs was going to be more compression, I was like, I don't know, Vaidehi. I don't know if we're going to be able to do that. But we did it. Yeah, because because it's those rules, right? Like the moment you see this is like an only child situation, there's not like Mm -hmm. any branching happening. Well, do we need to have these extra nodes? Maybe not. Actually, not maybe mm. not, definitely not. <laughs> if there's a, not. if there's only one child, that kind of tells you, hey, I can kind of compact these. And you know what's really cool is if you start representing complex tries yeah. as compacted versions, you start to see all the prefixes that words share. And you're mm-hmm, like, oh mm-hmm. my gosh, look, all these words share this prefix. And I guess like if you're like really into Latin or Greek, you could start to see mm-hmm. like the roots of words, oh, which is pretty cool oh, because first yeah. of all, it's like really efficient and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you look smart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like both of those things. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> And that's the end of today's show. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a review and make sure to check out Vaidehi's blog post. Link to that is in your show notes. Also, make sure to take a listen to the Dev Discuss podcast that I help make. It's the first original podcast from Dev, a global community of software developers of all backgrounds and experience levels. And the show covers burning topics that impact the daily lives of programmers and beyond. Hosted by Dev co-founders Ben Halpern and Jess Lee. This episode was edited and mixed by Levi Sharp. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Mm-hmm.